Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And mom, can you repeat what you just said to me about like my... you're learning to sew? Yeah. No, Mallory shirt. has on a shirt that she made today, like while she was working the floor at the shop, and you know. We do that. In fact, I like I like people to do that. And, That's why I did it, Mom. And I was sitting here. We recorded another episode just a few sec minutes ago or whatever. And I was looking, and I was like, oh, my gosh, the neck is finished, and the and – the, there's hems in the sleeves. They're all everything's hemmed. Is, is there a hem? And there's in a hem the on the bottom. I know you hem have at the look, hem look, at the look, bottom. Look, 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 right there. You can't. Ma yeah. Mallory is finally learning to sew. Is I don't. I, I don't want to hear I said, any Mallory, of your lip about and me not. Says, <laughs> and people think that that I mean to you. Yeah. No. We're, we're off. We're me. off microphone. And she's like, "Oh, good. You're finally learning to sew." Like <laughs> that's what she said to me. <laughs> I just want you to, and actually, you're wearing a ready-made t-shirt that's made like my shirt. It's got the you know, the sleeve incorporated and, and like that. You know, I love this it. Shirt, you know, this is funny because somebody gave me a compliment on this, and they said they just assumed I made it. And I, I can't remember why I bought this shirt, but I was like, it was kind of a fluke, and I was like, I think I'll buy that shirt because I just don't buy that many shirts. Yeah, so, but um. I, I did like the way it fit me. Mm -hmm. So, um, but if you'll notice too, it has a lot of navy blue in it, which I usually don't buy either. So, yeah, and I so made this that, would be my exceptional shirt. I made that dress for Baby Lock Tech that was blue. I know, and I never thought I, I don't. I'm not I really not a There's blue a person. There's a lot of blue in blue. Blue is one on of the right end colors yeah. right now, right? So um, that happens, and some someday we'll do a podcast on the cycles of color and fashion and how it it kind. We'll just, Color comes in cycles. We'll just reenact that scene from The Devil Wears Prada, where Meryl Streep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what we'll and do. And she, she's right. Yep. I, well, I mean, yeah. she's absolutely <laughs> right on that. She is. Um, today, we're going to talk about fabric snobbery. and <laughs> Because we have it. Because we are. We know, we know so much about it. Because we know, we know we're experts in fabric snobbery. But I think this is where maybe you'd expect us to say, oh, we only sew with the finest blah 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 you know and that's the finest silks the finest yes and that's not the what finest, 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 that's well. not what we're actually gonna say no. um but i did i think that this uh episode was spurred by something that someone said in the store like a really long time ago she came in and she was like oh that's rayon 
I yes, and she touched it, and she looked like she liked it. She wasn't like right. you know, she's like, oh, it's rayon. I, I can't buy rayon. Like I do, I hate rayon or something like that. And I was like, but what all rayon? Like you right. hate all rayon? Right. And I and and you were talking to her, and you're like, I love rayon. She's oh. like, and and really, what you she do? was, what I think what what, what yeah, it was, you it, to her. it was a rayon, um, uh, lycra. Uh huh. You know, like three percent lycra, which. If anybody's familiar with that, it's a real popular sort of combo yeah. right now because you get a silkiness with a little, you know, with the with the stretch, right? And not only the stretch, but the memory, right? So you know, when it does stretch, it comes back. And I was like, oh, that's like my favorite fabric right now for tops. Uh huh. You know, and actually some dresses and some skirts. Well, and she she said she said right. really. Yeah, and she then, said really, and then and then she bought it. Well, um. the other thing I think people don't understand is rayon is a natural fiber. Yes, and rayon you will also see it referred to as viscose, mm-hmm. V-I-S-C-O-S-E, I believe, and um, it, it is a plant product. Right. So it, it's um, you know, it's a plant product, and that's it's what wood pulp. Fi- yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's wood. It's wood pulp, and they like pulp it up, and then they spew it out in little threads and then little fibers it and, and or knit it, it right. or whatever. I guess they spew out the fibers, and then they make that into like yarn, thread, and or then, yarn, and then, and then, yarn, then they, yeah. they weave the yarns or whatever. Yeah. So um, now, and the one thing, the other thing that's funny about viscose or rayon that you brought up is um, the way it feels when it is wet. Yes. And we used to always get instructions that it had to be dry cleaned. Mm-hmm. We don't always get those instructions anymore. Sometimes we do. I never dry clean it. I always launder it with, with water, usually in the washing machine. Um, a lot of times maybe in a, a lingerie, knit lingerie yeah, bag, I because I don't want other fabric, you know, anything that's fine. I yeah, guess. and I wash all my rayon, uh, right. sh- like my, my chalet and stuff, right. those sh- tops so, and hang them up. Anyway, what rayon, what did they, what did they call, call it, it? They call it. I did, I was not, I was okay. not familiar with that term. Yeah, well, it feels like sand when it's wet. And right. then I, it's and, like, it's a, it's a mock type silk. So almost. what they, what I've heard it called is a cold hand, has a cold, yes. rayon has a cold hand. Because it's hard and brittle, which Actually, so silk so can silk, be like yeah. that too. It's uh-huh. very hard. Now, I don't know if rayon is like silk in this, but when silk is wet, it is not strong. Right. When it is dry, it becomes stronger. You know, parachutes used to be made out of silk. Um, now I believe they're made out of some sort of nylon. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but oh no, in the in the like big world wars and everything, people would like. You know, they wanted those parachutes. They were making clothing because right. they couldn't get fabric any other way. Um, so I like rayon with a little bit of lycra or spandex in it, right? Yes. And I think, though, sometimes you can feel something that says it's rayon and maybe you don't like it. Right. And I really and think— And that, that's quality. Yeah, and I think that uh, I had a customer who was going to Thailand, and right. she was like, I want to buy silk there. She's like, but how do I know if it's real silk? The only way I've uh, you know, found that you can really know is to burn it. Right. And I was like, well, yeah. And then she's like, because I, d- you know. I smell it. Sometimes she, you can smell it. She said, it. I don't want to be cheated. And I was like, well, okay, I can get that. Like, I would buy a fabric right. whether or not it was silk as I was long as I say, liked it. I was going to say, as long as I liked it. But, I but wouldn't I worry about getting cheated because if I liked it, I liked it. But right. I don't know if I'd want to pay $50 a yard for right. something that. 
you know, like maybe you did when you were in Paris for wedding day. Right, right, but but no, yeah. you don't. You don't want. You certainly don't want to overpay. But, right, you don't want. Nobody wants to be taken advantage. But of. as long as it feels good, I mean, I felt things before, and I've been like, oh my gosh, I think this is. Uh, I think this is rayon, mm-hmm. or something. And then it says 100% polyester, and I was like, well, right. like the way well, it feels. Put it and, on the body. And, and, and here's the deal. Silk breaks down. Uh-huh. And silk breaks down in light, especially. Right. Okay. And polyester doesn't. So, well, and neither one of them breathes. And, so they're both hot. And the, uh, when you wear them, so. I think that if somebody's having a hard time visualizing, how, like um, different fabrics can feel so different. Right. Think about wool. Okay. Right. Okay. So you know that you've touched a wool garment before and or worn something wool and it's been super duper scratchy, but then you've also felt wool things that are, that are super soft, smooth right? and wonderful and well, neat, and with you know. wools you've got so many different types also. Exactly. Well, and one thing about quality is or or feel or whatever or how I, the reason a silk can feel different than another silk or a silk, you know, a polyester can feel more like a silk or whatever is how they are woven right. on what loom they're on and the quality of those fibers and how they were made and how they were spun together. Right. So it's the process is as important as the original material. Yep. So both of those things, you can't, you could take great, uh, silk fibers and screw them up yeah i felt silk before right but i was like i don't really would want to wear this right you know i like well I, and, and you know silk that there's dupioni and there's fine silk yep. and there's silk uh, chiffon silk chiffon and there, silk satin what's the lubby silk called the that has the big slubs in that's it? dupioni isn't it no no but i mean like big the real coarse thing like you wear make a tweed jacket out of i guess it's like a silk tweed yeah like a right well, you but and, you'll see it yeah. and it look oh, there is a name for one and there, there was a silk that was real popular, and it was actually, I think, like in the 40s almost. And um, it was called like peasant grade silk. Like and, really rough, and it was roughly woven. Li- it was woven almost like burlap, uh-huh. but it was soft. It looked like burlap. It was thick like that, but um, it had a nice softness to it. And it dyed really well. Right. So, so. I think that. If somebody's going to be, you know, a fabric snob and say, right. I, I only, like, want this or right. want that. And you need to know how fabric behaves for when you're going right. to, you know, work with it. But I think that's how we are fabric snobs. Not necessarily just based on fiber content. Right. Like, if I – I mean, I'm not a big fan of, like, poly cottons for, lo- for uh-huh. you know, certain projects. But I will just buy a 100% polyester knit if I sure. like the way it feels. Sure. And – it's affordable, or right. I will just drop the cash on some thirty dollar a yard wool coating, right. you know, as well. And but not all wools are the same either. No, um, I think that uh, now the one fabric that I tend to stay away from, unless I'm making a Halloween costume, is acetate. Oh, there you go. Okay, mm-hmm. um, it's crinkly, it's rough. It will crimp and get, you know, a wrinkle in it that doesn't come out easily. It's hard to iron. But honestly, that will be a lot of things you see at Halloween time is acetate. Right. So acetate is basically like plastic. So Yeah. (laughs) It's plastic. So it's plastic fibers made into fabric. And maybe that's – but, you know, occasionally there will be something that – well, especially, like I said, like a costume or something, you might get the right color mm-hmm. or the right um, texture, 
you know, something might be the right or reflectiveness that you right. want out of something that, that, you know, acetate's appropriate for it. The only thing is, is I'm telling you, when, when people say things are hard to sew, like, oh, silk is hard to sew. Right. No, acetate is. Sew. The other thing about acetate is you punch that hole in it. And it's there. End of game. Right. Yeah. You know, if you you're, when you're pulling out the dart that you made in the wrong place, you'll always see. Okay, the so this of that is dart. what I I wanted to bring this up, and you came right around to it. Is people have uh, some misconceptions too about my first project should be on cheap fabric. Yeah, big mistake. And, and that's sometimes that can right. sure work, right. but working with some. 100% wool woven fabrics. Right. I mean, that stuff sews like butter. It, it is same mani- way with silk. You can manipulate right. it. You can press it. If you do make a mistake, it is sturdy enough right. to handle tearing out those That's stitches. Right. That's right. Um, I will have, the, I think we've said, I swear we've said this in a podcast before, but I've had some people bring in things to sew with and they're like, oh, I'm, I found this fabric at a garage sale and I'm going to use it for my test garment. And I thought, it doesn't matter what you make out of that. <laughs> You're not gonna like it. Well, and, and, and it's it can, not gonna have the right hand. It and, you can know, it's make not you. Feel it right. can make right. you think that exactly. you don't but like that. Your pattern isn't fitting cor- correctly. Honestly, the people that sew the best with cheap, crappy fabric are the, are the more accomplished yeah. sewers, right? Because it will have problems and it will be harder to sew yeah. with and whatever. Hey, y'all! Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me what inspires your music. And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did something for the first time. It's just like people having the misconception of a knit is harder to sew with. I agree. It is not. Not necessarily. Maybe maybe one knit is a mm-hmm. little bit more difficult than the other knit. I mean, you'll find that all the time. Well, shoot. And knits is such a... I mean, we're talking about... I'm wearing like a sweater knit right, right now. And then there's lycra right. uh, well, that is well, the dance costumes. Well, and you know? when you're saying knit or woven, I mean... How many categories of fabric are there? There's knit, there's woven, and there's bonded. bonded. And then like hides. A hide, right, which yeah. really isn't fabric anyway, but sure, it, but it's yeah. something with yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's uh-huh. all. That those are your big categories, right? Um, you know, polyester knit. If you say that, a lot of us, a lot of people my age are gonna, you know, woo, go back to the seventies and go. I'm not wearing that stuff. Talk about something that didn't burn; it just melted. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it just like curled up, and melted like a an old witch or something. You know, I mean, <laughs> and, and felt awful, and it would like cold odors i mean it there was just like nothing good about it right um and if you want to make somebody something really ugly find some of that fabric <laughs> it's that like polyester like uniform right knit. well and i think that the, there's this resurgence of the ponty. And, and, the, and like it stood up by itself there's this right. resurgence of the ponty knit nowadays right. and i think pe- and now people are scared of ponty. people are people yes. can be scared of it but now they make it like it's all rayon or it's That's you know right. 
Polly and a little Polly and some rant, or it's yeah. it's Polly, but it feels nicer just, than it and used just to. Just so y'all know, Ponty is big right now. Yeah, big in fashion. It's good for leggings. You know, it's good for shirtings. I mean, it, it's it's a nice stable knit. It's so, a good stable knit. You know, it's got some beef to it. Uh, so that's where yeah. you know. Sometimes in a t-shirt class, I'll say, hey, we're going to use something like a more stable knit, you know, for this. And I think I really would be careful trying to use some fabric that's been laying in somebody's basement for 20 years to make your first t-shirt. Well, you're not going to like it. You also don't know if it's degraded. And, and people or, don't or maybe you do know it's degraded because yeah. you can touch it and feel well, it. And, 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 and it's very true. Some things do, you know, natural fibers degrade and um, it happens. It just depends on, 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 you know, how they've been kept, even how they started out, whatever. Or they could have been in UV light for, you know, 10 years and then stuck away for 20 and other something else happened to them. I forgot what I was going to say because you made a point and I thought, oh, I want to make a point about well, that. Well, I just want to say that it, when, when you are, you know, choosing fabrics, right. let, your, let your feeling you know, for for garments in right. particular, you know, be your guide or, you know, ask someone, hopefully you're at a – maybe a store where somebody can help you or to ask other people online. And if there's a fabric you don't like, like you just don't like, like you don't like uh, what, Terry knits or yeah. you don't, I, fleece. I have an issue with fleeces, okay? <laughs> I do not like fleeces. I think they're hot. I just, I talk about a fabric thing could be really, really cheap, you know. Yeah. Um, and fleece is a fabric, it is a plastic. Yeah. It, most Fleeces Polyester are. fleece is a plastic, yes, yes. Well, there's acetate fleece, too. Well, and yeah. acetate, I'm saying, yeah. obviously, wool fleece is wool. Right, you know, right. Okay, so, um, cheap fleece is just, you know, you make it something out of it, you launder it once, and it, it becomes worthless, I, I feel like. You know, it balls up or whatever it does, um, doesn't hold the dye properly. You know, now, there is... There are grades of fabric. I guess what I was going, one of the things I was going to say is fabric, or, or if you're learning to sew, yes, you should have decent fabric, and you should have decent thread, and you should have a decent needle, and you should have a decent machine. That doesn't mean it's the most expensive. Right. I'm just saying that you should start out with something that can be a reason is a reasonable product because so many of those things can disappoint you. Yeah, they can really affect so your... So it's just like, or so, you know, I've had people come in, I, I think, you know, especially with machines all the time. Like, well, every machine I ever did, you know, the 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 thread balled up underneath. The only one that ever worked for, for me was my mother's, you know, 1922 Singer. And I want to say, I know exactly why then you had that problem. Right, right. I mean, I know why, because her tension disc is on the outside. She can see that her thread is going in the tension, whether the presser foot is up or down. That's why it worked for her. Right. It it wasn't because it was the 1922 singer, singer, you know, and other machines don't work for her because of her specific personality or DNA. That's not the reason that they don't work. Right. You know, um... And the same thing with fabric. So if I make a pair of fleece shorts, 
I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> right. But I'm, if I make a fleece jacket, I probably will be happy. And I think we had a, somebody write in and they said, I'm trying to sew all these PDF patterns for my kids. And they tell me to use quilter's cotton and I'm not happy. And right. I'm, I'm like, yeah, that can make a huge difference. Right. And that's part of the challenge of teaching the garment sewing classes at our store. We try Absolutely. to get in the fabrics that are applicable for our class. But getting the nice fabric, it doesn't just mean – oh, you're going to have a really expensive garment or it looks better than something else. But what it means is you could be successful. It will hang on your body right. It You can't make everything, uh, every garment out of quilter's cotton, right. you know. So right. I think that just don't, don't, uh, don't limit yourself. Right. Give yourself a chance at at maybe fabrics that if you if you've gotten into sewing and you hear people you know really shunning polyester or shunning whatever rayon or oh, please. mom shuns fleece you know you can give it a try but just think about the characteristics of the fabric you know the, the other thing I want to address here and this has got a few points about it is when you take a class at a shop at a store. And they say you have to use our fabric, and you are. They may even be as specific as saying you have to use the fabric from this collection right. or something like that. Okay, there's there's more than one reason for that. We don't sell a lot of fabric, and the fabric that generally we don't call ourselves a fabric store. I guess right. is what I should say. We actually do sell a lot of fabric. But, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you can't walk into our store and see all types of fabric. We're very specific because we cater to a specific clientele, and a specific niche. So our fabric is usually bought for our classes or for a pattern we have developed or something like that. Or maybe it's a really good deal we found that we can pass on to you. So the reason your store is saying you have to buy the fabric from here may be because they want it to be a specific quality. Right. Or have certain characteristics. Now, the other reason that store may say this is because that's how they make their money. Mm -hmm. Okay? They're a fabric store, and they give classes. Why do you think they give classes? They give classes so you'll buy their fabric. Right. So that people will learn to buy fabric so that they can stay in business. And that's not bad. Yeah. Okay? There's nothing wrong with those people if they're – believe me, if they're offering you a class and it only costs $25, $50 or whatever, and they have to pay a teacher and they have to pay, you know, to maintain that shop, they're not making any money on the class. Right. Okay? They're giving you that class almost free. So um, th that's the reason. And a lot of times we will kit a class. Because we want the customer to be successful. If we don't get the class and they come in with the garage store fabric or garage sale fabric and then it doesn't work for them, it's kind of hard sometimes to even convince them, well, your fabric was kind of crappy right. for us. Yeah, it's you hard. You know, we tried to explain to you cotton. Well, this wasn't exactly the cotton we were talking about. Or this isn't really the quality of knit we were talking about. Well, and with the, you know, with the jeans, I was right. very, I was like, I know that this denim works. Right. And, uh, you know, a few a few people have come in since then and said, oh, I found some of this, like, at Joanne's or right. found some of that. And I was like, well, it might work, you know. Right. Um, but And do, if people do that, we. I'll say, do you know the person? percentage of the of the you know lycra, the lycra. And, the, and they're like oh no and I was like well 
that's kind of important on this. And usually it's on the end of the bolt. Right. But, you know, you need need to pay attention to stuff like that sometimes. And now with phones, you can take a picture of the end of the bolt. Right. And, you know, bring it in and ask somebody, do you think this is going to work for me? Or or get um, a sample of the fabric. So... You know, we're fabric snobs because we want it to work. We want it to work. We, not want, we want it to be successful. It's not arbitrary. And I really believe with garment sewing, and okay, quilters, you, can you hit me hard on this and give me some comments? Because with with quilting, we know quilting cottons work. Right. And quilting cottons, a good quality quilting cotton, and not one from a big awful box store that's the cheapest thing they have, okay? I'm talking about a good quality quilting cotton. It's going to work on any quilt. On garments, it's a different story. It is. Okay. How you want it to hang, how you want it to feel, uh, what kind of seams are there, how was it meant to look, uh, is the seam set in, is it a raglan sleeve, all these things. on a, it's a, It's a big difference. So I think garment sewing and picking the fabric is honestly more difficult than quilting. I think with quilting, you're picking color. Yeah. You know, an effect. I mean, it's the artistic view. Where with um, garment, yes, the artistic view, too, is very important, but also the hand of it, the feel of it, the content, how you're going to launder it, all of that is important, too. Well, uh, let us know if you've ever had a bad experience making a pattern out of fabric that was not recommended or... (laughs) like. You made something and it fell apart while you yeah, were wearing it. Yeah, or or if you've ever made anything out of acetate, we'd love to know <laughs> what it what it looked like. Um, and uh, you can get to us um online at our website sewingoutloud.com. You can email me Mallory at sewhere.com, and we are ZD Sewing Studio on Instagram. So long and so great. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.